Hello, welcome to the Martini Meeting. This is Gina and Eileen Soyson. We have a special guest today, Blakely Jenkins with the Myrtle Beach Chamber of Commerce. Blakely, welcome to our show. Thank you, it's a pleasure. And her official title is Membership and Community Programs Coordinator and GSC Liaison. And for those of you who don't know Blakely, you'll learn from from our hour show today that she's so much more than that. She has so much to share as a leader, a shark's tooth hunter, a, a, a blogger. There's just too many talents and skills to list in one hour show. And she's now, for those of you who can't see, she's trying to charade me some of her other roles. And I can't tell. One word? Two word? No. Whenever I have good friends that get married, I let them know that I'm offering up two services. They can choose one at no cost. I will either interpretive <laughs> dance throughout their wedding or sign the wedding. Wow. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So, so, listeners, if you are getting married anytime soon, Blakely Jenkins, I'm sure she can uh, put her contact information. <laughs> and um, for really unique uh, traits and skills, she can do that. Mm. The Shannon Camp's getting married yeah. soon. Yes, and I'm yes. sure she and I can be saying yeah. I have a white unitard <laughs> and a white spandex sheet to go over me so that I'm like those blobs as I go down the aisle. I've already discussed it with Ben, and he's very excited. Oh. Now, has anyone ever taken you up on your offer for this? Um, I think they're just afraid it might take away from their big day. So that's I, I can't why imagine why. Hmm. I, hmm. No. But, Wow. <laughs> When Gina and Ted get married. <laughs> well, well, Gina. I wouldn't hold my breath if I were hating, just waiting. <laughs> On that note, let's cheer. That is definitely a cheers to a meeting starting off meeting. in the right fashion at the Martini meeting. Meeting so is in progress. Blakely, welcome. We're so glad to have you with us. Thank you. And thank you for and, the laughs um, in advance. Let me know what you think of this peach tea martini. It is delicious. Mm -hmm. And I would like to share with everyone to call Blakely mm. out. Her comment before the show got started was, do we have enough for more? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to say that, yes, the, um, the martini is a hit with our guest. Gina, well done. Well, thank you. It's good. Thank now, you. how did you make this? Um, it's vodka, uh, peach schnapps, and then when I tasted it, I'm like, Oh, wow, you could clean a wound with that. So <laughs> then I added tea to it because I was like, I had nothing I had nothing else in the house. Wait, you're from Chicago, and you had tea in your house. Sweet tea or just tea? Uh, just tea. <laughs> just plain old tea. So, so we had to cut it a little bit. Otherwise, you'd be... I mean, our meetings are productive. I mean, the martini meetings, we give out advice, insight, we laugh. But we still have martinis, but we can't make them too strong that we don't right. produce something in our hour. And we want to we want to take our time and have several. <laughs> if we just have one strong one, then Dustin has to do the rest of the show, and we don't want to do that to him. <laughs> we don't want to put him through that. And I'm sure he's shaking his head mm -hmm. vigorously. He's laughing. <laughs> he always is. We make him laugh. I missed you last week. Well, I mean, I didn't miss you because I was with you, but we weren't here. I know. I've missed the radio show. It's It's been way too long. I don't like when we have to go away and we don't get to be together when we host. Yeah. We were still together. Yes. We um, just weren't here in the studio. For those of you who don't know where we were last week, we were actually attending the simulcast of the Willow Creek Association's Global Leadership Summit. And it was a two-day conference, simulcast out of Chicago, with speakers like Jack Welch from GE, Blake McCoskey, who Ugh. is... 
yummy. Can oh. all the ladies just? Oh. I think my invitation got mm. lost. So they wanted me to come out there, but I, you know, Blakely. I think there's a page left <laughs> in my book that says, you know, Blakely Jenkins to speak next year. Come back. But we had leaders like Terry Kelly from Gore and Andy Stanley, Tony Dungy, who was mm. just an amazing speaker and talked about how to be a mentoring leader. And um, do we do we mention Blake McCoskey? Blake McCoskey. I don't know if I. Why have don't you Blake tell McCoskey. them what the, what he does? Because I didn't know until he looks pretty. I saw him <laughs> and, his, and I thought of his commercial. His he is more than just a pretty face. Wow. He is and he's an single. amazing, amazing leader who created Tom's shoes. And if you've never seen Tom's shoes, they look like a pair of espadrilles, very casual, informal shoes. But what he did is he created a what's called a new double bottom line, a profit and a nonprofit within a business. So with all he sho- these shoes, every pair they sell, they get to give one away. It's called one for one. So the fact that they have now sold 670,000 pairs of shoes means that they've also given away 670,000 pairs of shoes to kids that would normally have never had shoes, nor would they ever get to go to school. Yeah. That, yeah. that was wait, that. Wait, wait a minute. School? We went these are another time. really enlightening. Do they get to go to school with a pair of shoes? Because in these countries, it weeds out the people who can fit in oh, and oh, be oh, eligible. based on who has shoes, shoes. on. Yeah. I mean, there. Could you imagine not going to school? How about that one? The woman he shared oh, the story. Yeah. It was about he met this woman who was so joyed to meet him, and he was like, "Oh gosh, why is she sad?" Because he thought the tears were mm-hmm. sad. But then he realized from her telling the story, she had three children, and three children were sharing one pair of shoes. So the oldest boy would go to school on Monday. He'd have to give those pair of shoes to the next child. That kid would go on Tuesday. So that boy did not get to go back to school till Thursday. Well, the third kid never he gets got gypped. to go. Yeah, he gets gypped today. <laughs> so think about that mom, like the struggles you go through trying to provide for your children, and there she can't even provide shoes or an education because the two were so connected. And this was a story that he shared with all of us, and it was just mind-blowing to see what this organization has done. And it did everything on the premise of giving. Mm-hmm. He, he said everything will be about giving, and that's what this company is going to be. And it is amazing when you hear a leader who backs up business plans with initiatives. It was amazing. It was awesome because he was talking about the importance of service. And someone had asked him, you know, why didn't he just make it a nonprofit? Mm-hmm. And instead of a for-profit organization, he said he could have taken the money he had that he – he's like an entrepreneurial genius. He's like, how many companies did he start? Four. Four companies before the age of 30 or mm-hmm. something like that? And then that. went on The Amazing Race. Was on The Amazing Race. Oh. Uh, With his sister. And oh. he came four – Four, like four – Four seconds or four minutes from winning. Yeah. Yeah. So he could have taken his money and just – bought all these shoes and gave people shoes and like 40,000 shoes would be bought and given but they he, they would have been done instead creates this company that's for profit and continues to give so the resources are still there and it's fulfilling its purpose it was just an amazing amazing thing if you're interested get involved go on toms.com and they will give you their their vision their purpose everything they do their shoes average around like fifty dollars and you so can, I've seen them here at local surf shops you can buy them and probably they were in this month month's People magazine ladies if you're a, a people reader uh, like I am in Blakely I know 
Hiring people and Us Weekly. It's the news that matters, as I like exactly. to say. But Tom's shoes was featured in the people oh, on I the right side. that one. They were red. I guess I was too busy reading about weddings and the Jersey Shore mm. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And My to our listeners, so proud. To our listeners, don't let the Jersey Shore reference um, take away any credibility of our guest. Yes, she's brilliant. <laughs> that show isn't rated number one because I'm the only person in America watching it, and that show didn't come back for a second season and now taping a third, and these people making like forty thousand dollars an episode it's because I'm the only people watch. It's kind of like it. our <laughs> martini meeting. <laughs> Anything can happen. Is that what you're saying? Anything can happen with an idea? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So I was really moved by, aside from him being and, really cute. And Gina, this was your first time ever attending mm-hmm. the summit. Yeah. And this is something I talk about all the yeah. time. Uh-huh. And it is. You saw my Facebook note last week. I did. And I loved it. It was uh, a, a Facebook note referring to how I've talked about this and talked about this. And basically, Gina thought I was full of hot air. No, no, nine really. out of ten times. That's correct. Yeah, not really. It was just like, oh yeah, like she does with Penn State football, correct? Right. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. But when she's talking about like how, <laughs> it, you know, when people say, oh, it changed my life, I'm like, okay, sure. It's just a satellite meeting. How could it change your life? DVR changed my life. And I, I had some crying moments. I had. Some moving moments. I had some really enlightening moments. I took a lot of notes. I got, I got ideas for my business. It, it is the most f- amazing conference that I have been lucky enough to participate in. And for me personally, I have a connection to this summit is in the fact of five years ago I attended this summit and was working for an, a business, was working for someone else. And after attending this summit, just felt the promptings of, wait a minute, why am I working for somebody else? I have something to give. I have a purpose that God's instilled in me and left and started my own business. So all thanks to the summit and thanks to Bill Hybels. And, of course, I shared that story with Bill Hybels when I got to meet him and gave him a big, giant hug, which I then found out later that he doesn't He's like not being a hugger. Hugged. Oh, there's a lot of people like that there, out there. You're either a hugger and or a non-hugger. You know, you I'd can be curious spot to find out. You can spot him. I was at a conference last week, and I was with these people, and I looked at this one guy, and I said, Alan, you're just not a hugger, are you? And he's like, <laughs> how did you know? I'm like, because I can tell. People are huggers or not huggers. Neville Graham is not a hugger. No, she, I no. wouldn't see Neville being a hugger. No. So I, I'm a hugger. Now, it was funny because when I started going to the church I attend, I'd walk in and people just started hugging me. I'm like, I don't know you. I was like, why are these people just crazy hugging on me? I don't even know them. Well, now I do that to the same people in our church that come in new, and I have to remember, yeah, they might not be huggers either, and here I am, like, full body hug around them. But uh, Well, the rest of the world are huggers and kissers. Mm-hmm. Everyone else hugs and It's an interesting question to ask on the etiquette in business. Like, I tend to be a hugger because I was raised very huggy Italian, but and, and, and I worked for a lot of Italians at some point, and it's like just you just naturally hug and kiss your boss. Well, I think you could go in and hug people at, like, a church. But if you were mm-hmm. going into a meeting with a CEO, regardless yeah. of where you are, I don't think you'd just jump right. into a hug, even oh, if you really? were a hugger. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Let us know how that goes. I've done it. I've, I've done it before. <laughs> and we should probably have uh, people write in. Let us know. Are you a hugger or are you not a hugger? Be curious to see. So it's, uh, But like I know at the summit, that was a place where you could hug. You could go in and, and do all that. And um I'm so glad I got I'm to go, and I'm so glad you got to go for the first time. It was and awesome. How many people go in Myrtle Beach? We had almost 200 people. 
So we had about 200 people there, and we really wanted to get about 250, but that's okay. We had 200. That was good, and I think the 200 that were there felt they had a value. So, And the dates are already set for next year, August okay, 10th yes. and 11th. Oh, I, I already knew that. Oh. I did my homework. Good, good, good. So those of you who would uh, like to do that, and, and Shannon just typed in that Catalyst is also going to rock your oh, world. And I didn't know about, about that. this that you're going to. Yes, Catalyst will you be didn't in share October. That with me. And I have heard wonderful things about it as well. Yes, it's something I've always been asked to go to, and I just am so busy in October. And then a that would explain why you're not doing the show. Yes. And Deanne Johnson should get props. She's she, the one that rounds a group of people yes. up and heads down there, and she's very passionate about it. Well, I'm going to invite myself. Please. I'm just going to show up. It's a, it's a thing that I was literally just, I'm tapped out. I have too much going on. And Deanne had mentioned actually at the GSC and Kicking It for Charity tournament. Where we raised almost $3,000 for substitutes for Santa. And since we're going to go on these shameless plugs about the Kicking mm -hmm. It for Charity uh, T tournament Blakely whose oh, team happened to win that would be mine that would be mine <laughs> oh, great let's talk more about it after the break <laughs> we're gonna take a break all righty we're moving a break now then Gina we're going to break yeah all righty we'll Ciao. talk about Deanna more of what she did at the tournament that Blakely's team won after the break that's right <laughs> and welcome back to the martini meeting with our our very uh Fun guest, Blakely Jenkins from the Myrtle Beach Area Chamber of Commerce. and I just have to laugh because Dustin's laughing hysterically while we're on break, and I'm just questioning, like, did you want to get involved in our conversation? We would gladly let yeah, you in. Yeah, Dustin in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Oh, well, we appreciate your feedback and your laughter. So anytime you want to hop in the conversation. Yeah, and Feel you realize free. now, because of Blakely, right. can we call you Dustin the Wind from now on? That's fine. It's better than Justin the Wind. Oh. oh no. <laughs> well, people I call like me Justin it. quite a bit, you know. Oh, okay. Justin, Dustin. So I, like Justin you correct him? You know what bothers no. me is when I meet people, I'm like, hi, my name's like, they're like, what's going on, Blake? I'm like, excuse me, you just can't shorten my name. <laughs> yeah, I don't know I you. Don't know you. <laughs> so, what's up, I won't, B? I won't have can call him Dustin the Wind. <laughs> well, you know, we're close like that. I'm talking about random strangers that come It's 20 minutes. <laughs> it makes a close relationship. No, I've been in here about 30 now. No. Dustin, <laughs> Dustin does talk a lot on um, the John Banks show, Bringing Man Out of the Cave, which I sit in on every Monday at 2 o'clock. And I promote that because he's been promoting the heck out of me, and I never mention him. And I think he's, like, so thankful to have um, have Dustin because it's me and another woman, Tiffany, um, and often we, like, and she's Italian, too, and so oh, dear he, can't, he can't get an opinion in because we're like, no, you're wrong. And he'd be like, Dustin? Uh, Dustin, what do you think, Dustin? <laughs> yeah, he, he, he needs me to uh, back him up some because he's getting tapped. <laughs> and that never happens when there's more women in a room than men, does it? No. Good answer. Yeah, I know. We, like we asked Dustin to join in, and he said all the five words. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Dustin. You're welcome. Dustin the wind. Anyway, let's. And that was Blakely singing. Just for our normal listeners who think that the bad singing comes from Gina, <laughs> today we have Blakely to share. That. Oh no, you didn't. I didn't even sing today. That's right. You haven't sang. <gasps> Just Bla for that, I'm going to sing a lot. Watch oh, out. We have Blakely for that. <laughs> hmm. Speaking of Blakely, why don't we put Blakely on the spot? She is here as our guest today. Let's yes, and, and also I'd like to open up to all of our listeners and chatters. If you have questions for Blakely, oh, yes. please <laughs> feel free to send them in because, as you know, she is not shy to any topic. Um, Blakely, if you'd like to announce your blog so people could go on that because I know that, for me, it has become an addiction. Well, 
I know the blog's been discussed on here before, but <laughs> I went on a little trip to Brazil a while ago, and I kept a blog. To and why did you go to Brazil? I went through Rotary, mm -hmm. the group study exchange, Gina's Rotary Club that she is on hiatus from, the Chicora Rotary sponsored me, and I kept a blog to keep my friends in the loop, and it kind of became a... A legend out there, I think <laughs> it's safe to say. And um, when I got back, people said, oh, you, you, you should keep writing. And I'm like, oh, well, I just write like I think and talk. <laughs> and I've kept it. And now I've got a, a little following. So Blakely, am, Blakely's Adventures. I'd like to hear more about your trip to Brazil and what you did. And how did your Portuguese turn out? Well, because that was a big challenge that for was. you in anticipation of your leave. That was. And when they, uh, we decided we were going to present, we went down there and um, we went with our Rotary District, which is 7770. And I'm not a Rotarian. You can't be a Rotarian to go. Right. And I went down there to District 4640 in Paraná, Brazil. And we traveled to six cities and stayed with families and met with Rotary clubs and met with people in our profession and saw a lot of community service projects. And they said, you don't have to know Portuguese. You should know the basics. And we said, well, we're going to do our presentation in Portuguese because we're down there, and by golly, let's show some respect. Exactly. <laughs> well, we get down there, and we hop off the plane after about 32 hours of traveling, and not one person speaks English in the airport. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it was interesting. So sometimes we have people that spoke English, and sometimes we didn't, and you get a lot out with tone inflection and hand movements, and hmm. I could understand a lot better than I could speak it. Well, that's helpful. Yes. Of and course, now I can't remember any of I was just going to say, and how has it been since you've gotten back? Could you still carry no. a conversation? I got back, and I wrote all of my families a thank you card, and it took me about two and a half hours to translate five <laughs> sentences. And then I sent it to a girl that went with me who does know Portuguese well, and she was like, what are you trying to say? This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and so then she had to grade your thank you cards. Yeah. She was like, you don't want to send that because it says you ate something. <laughs> Well, a girl on my Facebook page, you'll see uh, one of the families I stayed with had a daughter, and she liked to make fun of me because I couldn't speak Portuguese, and she was fluent in English. So she wrote me a whole message in Portuguese on my Facebook, and she said, Ha-ha, you'll have to get Jennifer to translate. <laughs> so, of course, I had to email Jennifer. Can you tell me what this says? <laughs> so, would you do a trip like that again? Oh, in a heartbeat. You would? Yep. yep. And there's two gentlemen from Myrtle Beach actually going to India in November. So, um, Sean oh, that's Collins right, Sean Collins, is LGS, being, um, sponsored by Chakor Rotary. Awesome. And then a gentleman from Coastal Carolina. Wow. So India, wow. Yeah, yeah. So it was great. I love it. But wow. it was cold. It was winter. It was cold, and I, they don't have heat. And and it's cold. But the two sweaters that you bought were beautiful. Likely <laughs> right. No, people, I did not just bring the same sweater that you keep seeing in picture after picture, but I didn't know it would be this cold. I didn't even bring a sweater. We had to go out and buy sweaters. It's a beautiful sweater. Oh, thank you. I <laughs> left one of them there. <laughs> Took the other one back. But anyways. So it was a good trip. It was wonderful, yes. Enlightening. Yes. And for you, I would think, being in Myrtle Beach, where basically almost everybody knows you, this is your comfort zone. You had to completely leave all of that, go to somewhere. I mean, even the people you took the trip with, if... You didn't know those no. people, correct? We met prior a couple times. Didn't take you long, though, to strike no. up some fast friendships? No, Ben no. and the gang? <laughs> no, you know, I just walked into it, and people would say, we stayed in people's homes, and literally we would drive to a new destination, and we'd get off of our little van, and families would be, hey, oh, blickly, blickly, and, well, they couldn't say my name, so one guy was like, Black and Decker, Black and Decker. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, 
I would get in the car, and we would then separate, and everyone would go to their homes, and oh no one would say bye. To and then you're just there with the family. Black and so Decker. That is going to be your new name. Went with it. <laughs> went with it. That is funny. Black and Decker. <laughs> and then when I, I actually saw Please. that gentleman okay. who I called Selena, um, because he loves Celine Dion. Later on, a couple weeks later at a conference, and he comes up to me and goes, Black and Decker! Black and Decker! <laughs> and I'm like, this guy really thinks my name is Black and Decker. <laughs> and I thought that was it. Tell about the, just the whole cultural context of the trip with how a lot of the people that you met seemed to think that all we listened to was Michael Jackson and oh, Celine yeah. Dion. Oh, well, yeah. Everywhere we went, they said, and we went to a lot of schools and colleges, and even adults, we went to a nursing home, and they'd say, I mean Portuguese, what famous people do you know? Have you ever met Michael Jackson? Oh. And I'm like, and finally I'm like, do they not know Michael Jackson died? I mean, I'm not. So. Have you met Elvis? Well, everybody, I mean, it's so famous. They think everything's just very close. And and, fa- and then they'd say, what famous people do you know from Brazil? And I'm like, Giselle? <laughs> uh, Pele? <laughs> I don't know if he's still alive. If you give me my People magazine, I might be able to point out a few. Yeah, actually, when I was down there, I was like, oh. I, I don't know what's going on in the world of people and Us Weekly and TMZ. And the girl Jennifer looked at me and she was very, like, sophisticated. And she goes, Blakely, you dropped in my mind a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you dropped a few notches in my mind. <laughs> and you probably didn't go up any bit of level when you're like, but I don't even know if skinny jeans are still in when we go back. <laughs> I'm not in the big fashion. I'm more of the um, celebrity gossip. Celebrity gossip. And I was reading my people the other day, and Barry goes, my boyfriend Barry, who's no fun, says... <laughs> I think you're too old to be reading that stuff. <laughs> Again, if I were the only person out there reading it, they wouldn't be putting it out. I'm right there with you. Time. You're never too old to read people. Thank you. Never too old. Well, let's, let's hear a little more about what you do at the chamber. Well. Besides just harass poor Neville. <laughs> <laughs> I oversee um, GSC for Young Professionals, our Young Professionals group, um, which Eileen is on the steering committee for. And um, I do events like the Hurricane Expo, Youth Leadership Academy, our new member orientation. I set up education events for our members, et cetera. A little bit of, of whatever they ask me to do. And She's Eileen, also been seen on TV, if you've noticed those commercials. <laughs> and you say, who is that cl- classy lady? Who could that be? That's Blakely. Again, <laughs> s- slow times, comfort measures. <laughs> tell, tell us a little more about Youth Leadership. Youth Leadership is a program that was supposed to be one time with the presidential debates that we helped host here back in 2008. And um, it was it's a program for high school sophomores in nine counties in the surrounding areas. We invite over 50 high schools to come out for a one-day leadership training, 15-year-olds, and um, one-time event, and it was so successful. We kept it on, and it's actually a project of Leadership Grand Strand now going on the fourth year. And um, we actually got to give a scholarship last year because the first class that went through youth leadership were graduating seniors. So it's it's a really cool program. It'll be taking place March this year, um, I think 16th or 15th, whatever that Monday is. Mm-hmm. And we're happy to have Leadership Grand Strands help again. And Gina's help. She helped a lot last year with the breakout sessions and... And I'm excited to do it again. Yes. If it's, yes. if so as you hear from... Blakely talking, it is a lot of who you know and who you can uh, recruit as your friends and colleagues to help you on your projects and your leadership initiatives. I think that's a big part of mm-hmm. what the Chamber does and just getting us to know each other. I mean, all through Chamber has been mm-hmm. enhancing our friendships. I yeah. had no friends. <laughs> I had no friends until the Chamber. 
I moved here. I think I d- she's actually serious. No, I am serious. Yeah. <laughs> I moved here. Um, and I didn't oh, know. Black and Decker. Uh, <laughs> dust in the wind. Put those peace to you too, buddy. <laughs> so when I moved here, I didn't know anyone. And I worked for a magazine for about six months with one other girl. So I met one person. And, um. I got the job at the chamber, and I remember I'd see Shannon Camp and Jennifer Sweat out, and I'd be like, who are they? They're mm. out. I call, them, I call them the gnat, you know, because they're, like, everywhere, but you're, like, kind of pussy. And then, you know, I became friends. And I really had I had one friend, Maggie, until I worked at the chamber. And now I don't know if these people are my friends or they're just using me for hmm. comedy relief. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Well, Black and Decker, I would say the comedy relief is definitely there and, and much appreciated. Well, we're, we're getting ready to go to break again, but when we come back, I actually have a selfish motive. I'm like, I wanted to talk about youth leadership because I think, I think Blake should be the speaker. Ah, you know what? Actually, I was thinking today, because I'm working on a presentation for LGS next week, how I want to go ahead and get a speaker. Do That's it now. perfect. I think Blake would be such an, no, I'm serious, I think he would be such an awesome, because we're always looking for like a really good speaker that kids could resonate with. Mm-hmm. And, like, how can they be... She can drop a few um, names that they would know. Yeah, but they're hard to get. <laughs> Not that I'm sure Blake isn't <laughs> very busy. I think would he'd be cool. He could bring shoes. And it's right before he does his no shoes thing on April 5th, 2011. Mm. Anyway, we're going to take a break. Well, I'm going to use my connections and have you all help me out with that. <laughs> I'll call him. This is your chance to make a difference in the lives of... 300 plus high school sophomores and mine okay <laughs> we're gonna go to the break yes we'll be back in a couple minutes <laughs> and we're back shake it up shake it up shake it up um you can chat in ask us questions ask blakely questions you can call us 914-338-1186 we know all of you are at work and you really don't want to get call uh call us and get busted so while you're working but you could chat in um Jessica has asked a question. You know Jessica Dervage um, for Blakely. She wants to know, ask Blakely how her yoga practice is going. That was my yoga head. Oh, Jessica. Well, Jessica introduced me to yoga. This was a couple years ago, and I said, I'm going to start doing yoga, and I didn't. Um, and then I did start last year, and I really, really liked it. And then I quit. But I'm, I'm trying again, Jessica. I really am trying to get back into it. Sorry. I'm afraid of it. No, it's I really, you know it. what, I, I thought I would be too, and I'm like, oh, please, this can't be a workout. Psh. I spent a week with Jessica in Chapel Hill for a, a, a one-week improv intensive, and I'm like, I'm going to totally take advantage of this situation and let Jessica teach me yoga every morning. It's great. It, it really didn't is. happen. It really I is. I had a friend, a friend I of mine. I didn't wake up. <laughs> a friend of mine. <laughs> She teaches, and she would teach it to myself and, and Barry. And, um, but then did Barry's, you break your foot or something? I broke my foot, <laughs> yeah, and then I stopped. But it is really good. I mean, you've never seen a fat yoga person. It's true. Yeah, it's good. And there's Blakely's bottom line for the day. <laughs> it's, it's like sounds like the Not same logic. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> the same I, logic that my mother used to give me about eating carrots. And she would say, you don't see a rabbit with, soak, with glasses on, do you? Oh, that's that, that makes no sense. What, but I should do that. You know, my eyes are failing. Jessica says, yeah, you rock, Blakely. And then she says, I t- totally took advantage of Gina and drink late every night. <laughs> that was really me making her drink late Jessica, every night. Jessica, there's a word for people like Gina. <laughs> and it's called... Week. <laughs> W-E-A-K, not W-E-E-K. 
I say that Gina just likes to stay up way too late to get work done. Yeah, you gotta go to bed like me at nine. Oh, <laughs> all right, Gina, would we ever be able to go to bed at nine? No. I literally last night I got in bed at nine ten. What? Yeah. I got to bed. That's about, when they start working. I got to bed at nine o'clock about every night. Well, you also wake up at when the cows five, moo. Five and what time do the cows moo? I wouldn't know. I'm never up that early to hear them at the five moo. It depends. Between 5.15 and 5.45, I get up. So I'm a morning person. I like to get into work mm, early and have my coffee mm, and listen to no. the news. No, no, news. No. We've already heard your version of news. No, I oh. really do. I really do listen to Good people. Morning America. She likes to listen to Who's people. Who's Joe Jonas TV. hooking up with? No. Come so on. anyway, back to Blake. Lee. The, the, the Blake, Blake, not Blake Lee, Blake. The Blake McCoskey. That Having Blake, uh, wouldn't it be cool if he came to Myrtle yeah. Beach and spoke? I'm all about it. And he's a surfer, so this would be perfect. Isn't he a surfer? Just planning be, some ideas. He lives on a sailboat. Lives on a boat. In LA. Oh, LA. Yeah. And he's single. Did I mention that? Well, and <laughs> I have a very wonderful boyfriend oh, who I, yes, I said does. he was lame, I think. but um, I think it was no fun. No, 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 fun. no, fun. no fun was the quote on that. I pick on Barry because he... Because um, you love he's, him. No, he's very <laughs> subdued. To my not so subdued, and he's That's a wonderful. Good. Is insurance. that how Barry would define it? Salesman. So if you need commercial insurance, people's underwriters, Barry Roof. Who plug? <laughs> hey, you ding can ding. plug. I can plug. <laughs> oh, we're not saying you can't plug here. Plug there. We everywhere. plug everywhere. Plug. As a matter of fact, tonight in Uptown. <laughs> Tell us, Gina, what's going on tonight <laughs> at Uptown? You have to come see the Cougars, kittens. And I will be parties. there. Oh, you will be there. You won't, Blakely. I'm very busy. Mm-hmm. She's got to be in bed by nine. <laughs> Yeah. Well, what is tonight for our listeners who might be in the Myrtle Beach area or in driving distance that would like to come? We are doing our improvised show, Cougars, Kittens, and Beach Bunnies, presenting the unreal Housewives of Myrtle Beach. And we're even having our mom's night out combined with a girl's night out. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not a mom. Actually, I take that back. You have Charlie. I am. am. Don't worry, Barry. It's a dog. It's a dog. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have children out there that I can tell you. We're not married, but we're calling ourselves housewives. Oh, wait. You don't have kids show. either. No. She's got the dogs. You have dogs. I got dogs. Yeah. I'm a dog mom. I'm a housewife. I go to bed at 9 o'clock. That constitutes <laughs> me as a housewife. That's true. That's true. I wear a, a robe. Wow. <laughs> and that's the More criteria. information <laughs> than I needed. Do you want to talk, Eileen, anything about any um, of the leadership summit? Do you want to touch I, on any of that? It's just an interesting thing that I want to share with our listeners. If you don't have something that is your yearly fill up your bucket, find something. Because mm-hmm. I know for me, mine is the summit. Other people might have, I don't know, say a chamber session you know, that they might uh, go to and it fills them up. Or maybe it's um, a workshop that's in their skills that they need for their industry. But for me, it's always the summit. And I know I feel so much better. I feel fueled up, feel ready to go. And for me, it is, it's it's the leadership lessons. It's also that it is a Christian-based organization, and, and unapologetically so. But they bring in business leaders like Jim Collins, who talks about from good to great and how the mighty fall. And when you hear research and how you can apply it to your business, it's unbelievable. Oops. I forgot to turn off my cell phone. <laughs> and now the calls are just coming in. They're coming in, people. Oops. Oh, it'll stop ringing <laughs> shortly. <laughs> Ooh, faux pas. Shame on I me. I think that's probably Jessica calling to set up yeah. her next uh, yoga appointment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> but I'm bummed. <laughs> <laughs> 
But like I said, if you don't have the summit or something in your life that gives you that fill me up once a year at least, I definitely encourage you to find something in your in your leadership path to do that for you. And I'm glad I got you to come and I always try to bring one new person every what's, year. What's the demographic that goes all across the board? Um, all across, from age demographic to race demographic to income to faith maturation. There could be people who have no faith. There are going to be people who don't even believe in God, and they come to this for the business principles. And then you have other people who are church leaders that are looking to grow their mm-hmm. church. Uh, it's all over the board. And, and Bill Hybels addresses that in the beginning, that we have people from all over. You have people that might hear us pray, and you might be going, what is this crazy stuff? That's okay. And, it, and it's very welcoming of everybody's uh, point in life. And that's one thing I really respect about it. It's not trying to convert anybody over. It's, hey, here's what we have. Here's what builds us up. Feel free to use it. Can you go back and, like, listen? Mm-hmm. They have. Um, they just actually sent out a highlights reel yesterday. So we got that so you can go back and listen. And then they sell a whole team DVD that shows all the speakers so you can go back and get it. I actually have, like, the last six years on DVD because they're that they're that worth it. And we've actually used um, two of the speakers in LGS. I was going to say, have you ever actually gone back though and listened? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How much, how much was that DVD? I want to say two fifty. Two hundred and fifty. Mm-hmm. There's great. There is great stuff in it. I mean, you got to think. You know, Jim Collins just speaking there. I'm sure that was a yeah. fifty thousand dollar speaker's fee just to have him there for that bit minimum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I'm in the wrong business. I need to be a motivational speaker. <laughs> People come in to, to speak and, and, and they charge you, these and amounts. And I'm like, I'm in the wrong business. I and what would you motivate people to do? I Blake don't Blake? know, but I mean, I feel like I could come up with something. <laughs> I mean, people are charging thousands of dollars to speak. I mean, see, there's the, but see, you have to have a story before you story. <laughs> I could just tell you about my days growing up in the woods of Tennessee. So, so um, for those of you who haven't caught on to our jokes about the shark tooth hunting, yes, that is a skill that Blakely has and proudly shares with others. This is true. So maybe that could be something you could do well, a, I have a to tour. Say, I went out there yesterday, and I couldn't find any. The, the wind was blowing. When the wind blows, it covers them. I went out the day before. The tide was very high. Couldn't find them. It's luck at the draw. Hmm. And I give them away to children, so my... my um, <laughs> my collection is dwindling, so I'm going to bring oh. some in with me. No one believes You're such that a I giver. really find. You're such a giver, Black That's & Decker. So That's so sweet. When I see people wearing their all-white on the beach getting photographed, which, for those of you that haven't ever pondered that, why do people only wear white when they get their pictures taken and on the khaki. beach? And khakis. Or, or jeans. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's wrong with the little purple? <laughs> or blue. Or, or something. I mean, it's just stupid. Well, our... our uh, Photographers, of course, could probably say that yeah. there's a reason for that. So, so. if a photographer's out there, please tell me. Oh, um, John Sharp wants to know if Blakely has any hobbies. You mean other than shark teeth collecting? Any other hobbies? Besides the blogging, the invisible dancing. Interpretive. Or, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Interpretive. Well, John... <laughs> hobby of mine. I like to meditate a lot in the evenings. You are not quiet long enough to meditate. I can see her as a meditator. (laughs) Yeah, please. Someone said, someone said, do you take naps? I was like, I can't sit still long enough to take a nap. (laughs) I do like to 
to read, which a lot of people don't know, and not not like loser books. Besides people. <laughs> yes, I what started you... a book club here. Yes, my mother's a librarian. Oh, my mother book was a librarian. Here. I never oh. had that in common. That's and precious. all growing up, all we were allowed to give at birthday parties were books, and it was terrible to be the kid that only gave books. And people would feel around the edges of the book. Oh, it's a book. It's from Blakely, huh? And my sister actually got a birthday invitation one time that said, no books, please. Because <laughs> that's all we gave. And uh, now I give books. Wow, wow. <laughs> it's getting crazy on the chat. Gary Henderson wants a plug, <laughs> I guess, for his business. Shannon, Which I would gladly do. Shannon wants, Shannon wants to know if we're talking about invisible dancing. No, interpretive and Je I had to defend and say I was referring when she talked about the sheet over her head. No, <laughs> interpretive. Obviously, you've never seen any part of culture, Eileen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jessica has followed up with asking Carl, her boyfriend, who's a photographer, he he also has no clue why people wear and he does white that for a living. Khaki, okay, and he does it so for a living. do you suggest that to people, Carl? Like, hey, when I take a picture, wear, wear white. white. It's gonna look really cool. Okay, Jessica, <laughs> you hear that? Ask him. And get back to Gary, I will give Gary's business a plug, Interactivity Marketing, because he is a pleasure to work with. He does our GS scene site, and every time I ever need anything, and sometimes I just email him, and he's probably like, get this crazy girl away from me. Well, it couldn't be any worse than, um, let's see, two weeks ago, Gary and I are working on a project with, we're rebranding the company right now, and Gary's just been awesome to work with. And at one point, I had to go back five times to go, well, can you change this? Can you change that? Can you change this? At the end, I said, ooh, am I becoming that client? Blakely. <laughs> well, <laughs> he never wrote back. <laughs> <laughs> so That's your him, answer. So when I saw him at the GS scene, steering at the, at the appreciation lunch, I said, I noticed you didn't call me out on the, uh, oh, no, no, you're fine. He's like, no. So uh, he has been a joy to work with and has put up with my 20 questions. So um, if you are looking for someone interactivity marking, Marketing is fantastic. And they're right next door? Yes. They're close. I'll be actually going there to get my business cards here in a little oh, bit. Awesome. Do you have a new logo? Awesome. We do have a new oh, logo. You can unveil it. Press releases are going out next week. Oh, can I get a sneak peek? I might be able to do that for you, Black no. & Decker. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Black & Decker. Um, <laughs> Shannon wants to know if Eileen is drunk. Oh, I see that. <laughs> Shannon. <laughs> no, I you know Eileen just acts like a floozy all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't mean she's drunk. Now, I will say Shannon um, is jealous because she's going to be on the show in a couple of weeks. And, you know, everyone hears about the Shannon camp, but if you've ever actually met her in person or heard her on the radio, you'll realize you're not missing out on that much. <laughs> Wow. Well, I will say this about Shannon. The Shannon Camp has been our most loyal listener yes, who is has. on listening to us every week. Obviously, Shannon doesn't have a lot going on. She's very <laughs> busy. She's very busy, but she multitasks. No, she does. She she does. And I, I, have, ha I have been out, and people have gone... She'll say, oh, I'm Shannon Camp. Oh, my gosh, I see your name on emails all the time. You're Shannon Camp. Like, oh, my God, I've been waiting to meet you for the past 10 years. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> With that, um, we have to go to break again. <laughs> I'm, I'm and, every time, and every time I look over at Dustin, his shoulders are in just heaving. <laughs> He's either heaving. vomiting from disgust or He's choking laughing. on a cheese it <laughs> we, uh, We're going to go to break, and when we come back, we have 15 minutes to actually talk about something with substance <laughs> relating to small business. <laughs>
And we're back with the Martini Meeting in our last 15 minutes of the show. And we're going to turn it over to Blakely, who's who's going to tell us. Thank you for that Martini shake, Dustin. I love it. In the wind. Just a shout-out to my boy, Dustin the Wind. <laughs> fellow Tennessean. That's right. <laughs> Blakely's going to tell us some more about GS Scene and their new initiative, GS Lead, um, to prepare emerging leaders for Leadership Grand Strand. Yes, GS Scene, for those of you that don't know, is a young professionals organization, um, and we work to engage um, young professionals to stay in the area by community service, networking, and professional development. And we've been around for about two and a half years, and we thought it was time to really, um, we had gotten good at the socials, and we had done some community service projects, but we really wanted to find a program that kind of stuck and um, we created GS Lead, which is basically a junior board program. Um, so we just selected 10 people to be on there. And I don't know if all of them have been notified yet, so I won't name their names at this point. But, um, and it's a six-month program. They'll sit in classroom settings in different boardrooms through the area, and they'll hear from community leaders, and we'll talk about board governance, finances of a board, choosing a board, um, marketing and public relations as a board member, and then afterwards the hope being that they're, they're, they're then placed on a board of their choosing because they also have to do um, board observance hours in with the program. And then Leadership Grand Strand obviously is um, a program of the chamber to um, be able to go through the community and learn about the area in the Grand Strand and also leadership skills. So the thought was this could kind of be a building block to that. But we do have someone that has been in Leadership Grand Strand that will be doing GS Lead, so it's not, you know, you could have already done it. Mm -hmm. That's cool. And what are the benefits to getting involved in it to a GS Lead program? Um, well, we get uh, people all the time that say they want to get involved more than just like a one-day, you know, community service project. So this is the time that we would actually help you get placed on a committee or nonprofit board and to really meet the community leaders and really learn how to sit on a board. <clears throat> because when we started GSC, you know, young people, I mean, they don't, mm -hmm. you just don't know. So this is kind of a way, everything from Robert's Rules and Procedures to, you know, looking at a nonprofit's 990, you know, right. to know, like, if it's a board. Because a lot of people, too, say, oh, I want you to serve on this board. And you're like, okay. And you're like, oh, gosh, now they're going down for laundry money and I'm in. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So, I've been on those boards. Yeah. So Get GS Lead was a way to train the people so that we can then say, okay, these people That's are certified idea. to sit on this board, and hopefully boards would want them, you know, and because we, we heard um, from executive directors saying a lot of their board members didn't even they wish they could sit in this program because some of them don't even know, mm -hmm. you know, the basic. I think oh, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of people who don't know mm -hmm. about anything about sitting on a board no and they're they're asked to sit on a board and they do it because they really want to do it but then no one ever really gets them up yeah. to speed on it and you don't really know you might be on a board that you know you think boards you just sit on sit in a meeting and, and be gone but in reality there's there's many levels and GSC is a perfect example and we're really trying hard with the our board and the different committees we have to really give everybody that's participating whether it be a the education committee that Eileen does or the um, events committee that Gary does is to really give everybody a task so that everyone feels like they're really contributing rather than you just come in, you have a meeting, we're going to tell you what we're doing, and then you go off. It's really to, to get people involved because the hope is is when you're involved in the community, then you stay in the community. And, and I'm sure the three of us have seen, just like I see on Jessica's boards, ouch, touchy subject. Mm. You know, some people have been involved in a board and they'll say, you know what, it, all yeah. it was was infighting or well, political. And, I don't and that be was a, part a thing of it. We, we, you know, and we're not teaching it. it it's um, being done with the 
the Waccamaw Community Foundation and the Chapin Foundation. Cookie Sprouse and Jonathan Kreskin That's will be awesome. teaching, and then at each session there'll be a community leader coming to speak about that topic. And the thing is, is you, you know, trying to teach when you sit on a board, you're representing that board, and it's representing you so it's almost like a job mm -hmm. interview when you go you want to make sure you're getting on a board that you would be proud to say you're a member of so you know and that has good practices exactly. and is solvent and, and people don't realize that dno insurance that you oh, that you can ask those on. questions and you can find that stuff out and you should be finding that out before you commit yourself and you should find out if there's a monetary you know contribution that you have to make before you sit on boards because mm -hmm. some boards are you know you have to give so much money a year so it's just kind of preparing the young professionals to be able to go out and serve the best and then find a board that they're passionate in that they could really make a difference. I think, I think that's great because so often I've, you know, when I was new at sitting on a board and somebody would ask me to sit on a board, I'm like, oh, that's so exciting. And then I'm like, oh, what did I just sign up for? Well, and then you sit in there you're like, oh, like why am Don't I here? Me. Like what are, what are we doing yeah. here? Jessica made a comment. Which I thought was a great comment. And, and Jessica's... Um, Jessica's founder of Global Awareness Project. She says people's spirits are willing, but their flesh is weak. You know, they they come with the energy yeah, to do it, and the but passion. You know, like and twenty percent yeah. are doing eighty percent of the work, and they say they want to do stuff, but they don't make things. Well, happen. and I think you know we've struggled with that with GSC, and believe it or not. I'm kind of bossy and <laughs> controlling. <laughs> Dust in the wind finds that hard to believe. And, um, you know, you have to give people the opportunity to make something their own. So when it started out and it was like, okay, who wants to do this? And I'm going to pick on Dan's sign because I know he's listening. And when we <laughs> came last year and, okay, who wants to be chair of the membership committee? Crickets. <laughs> well, if no one will do it, I guess I will, you know. And when you're put in that situation, that's not... The but that happens oh, a lot. Oh, it happens lot. a lot. So instead, it's really finding the people that, that best fit into those roles. And I should have put Dan, you know, on the events committee so that he could work on um, choreographed dance at, at different <laughs> events because that's where his strong suit is. I don't know if you've seen Dan dance, but he's the manager of Soul Function. <laughs> and he can groove. I mean, he has a swagger on him that is unreal. <laughs> And so, that's, so proud. that's really where we should have put him, but instead he was forced to do a membership card, and this caused <laughs> some bad blood between Dan and I for a couple meetings. Um, but, you know, he's getting the hang of it, and now Dan is off the board. And, Dan, I love my membership card. Yes. But and, and how do you recruit committee members? I was once on a committee, and then I'm not, I guess I'm not on the committee well, anymore. I guess the committee's changed. Yeah, so what we, is the we, we're working on that. Um... When you sign up to be on GSC and you check what committees you want to be involved in. Well, oh, yeah, I'm going to do everything. <laughs> well, originally we were emailing the people that had checked, you're on this committee. And they're like, huh? I don't know what that is. So now. And I'm sure. That sounds about right. <laughs> sounds just like that. <laughs> so now, Gary, Interactivity Marketing, we're actually about to send out an email, hopefully today or tomorrow, where if you're a member, you can actually click on what committee you want to be active on and really and to be active, it doesn't mean, like, do you want to work at a community service event or do you actually want to participate in planning a community service event? So we're going away from the people when they just check, like, in the beginning because you don't really know. I mean, you want to be cool and check everything. I don't want, I, I mean, I would mm -hmm. check everything. I don't want people to yeah. think I'm a loser. And if you don't check, that's fine. I'm, but. And I think Shannon wrote, you know, must match talent and desire. Exactly. It's yeah. so important. There's got to be a right fit. 
for you to be in that spot, whether it's leading a committee or just serving on the committee in, in your fullest capacity. So. It's like what Jim Collins says. Got to be right seat on the bus. Well, if, I mean, you know, we have members, and they're very talented in different ways. I mean, mm -hmm. Annie Obachowski is chairing our marketing committee, and our marketing committee really, you know, had never really taken off. And <clears throat> she, um, we thought, you know, she works for marketing. She works at WMBF, and she's a perfect fit for someone who can oversee marketing. And... Um, Gary did our marketing before, and it was no fault of his of just getting things up and running. And it's just kind of placing people where they fit best and then finding the people that sit on the committees to where it fits best and let them know, like, if you're on the marketing committee, this is what we're doing. So it's not just, oh, I want to be on a committee. It's mm -hmm. like we really Setting the expectations yeah. so people know what their jobs are. Yeah. Roles and responsibilities. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. Well, good. Well, Blakely, oh, have, have, have you enjoyed you your time with? I know the Martini meeting; it flies by. It's not like any other meeting. No, it's not. Time oh, flies. And here. I will say, um, I told oh, I would give this tip. Eileen came into my office. This is about two years ago. Oh boy! Oh, and dear. I was we only have two minutes. I was known in the office to have the messiest office on the hall in the building. And the cleaning lady told me one time she couldn't even vacuum my floor. So. <laughs> and I'm not messy at home, I promise. But I just like to leave everything out because I kind of forget things. So Eileen came in, and one day we went through my whole <laughs> office and organized it. And there was a bet going around the office of how long it looked beautiful. It, it would last. Well, it, it didn't last. But my thought process is now. When people walk by my office, and take this, y'all could use this at work. I'm not saying I'm not, I'm, and I am busy, but when you walk by that office, and it looks like a tornado's gone off in there, and you think, I don't know what that girl does in there, but we do not want to get rid of her. We want to keep her here because she <laughs> obviously has a lot going on. So it's all for job security. <laughs> so it's job security is the reason your office well, looks like that. Well, it just happens to be that way because I am that busy, but if you weren't that busy, dust in the wind, like you should really... <laughs> Throw some things up on your wall back there and maybe, like, turn your hat sideways and, like, mark on your face with a Sharpie. And then it's like, oh, God, look how stressed I am. Trust me. And um, she's not going to charge you for that advice That's either. That's pretty good advice. Yeah, yeah she's well, got you know. a million of them. <laughs> There's a great quote called, clutter is a decision just waiting to happen. You might want to put that wow. somewhere in your Don't office. Don't hate on me, Eileen. <laughs> well, on that note, we're going to... Just not hating. <laughs> We're going we're gonna to wrap up this week's um, show of the Martini Meeting. We're not here next week, but we will be playing a previous show. We'll be playing the show with um, Carolyn Murray, Murray of the Sun News. That will be playing. Um, and then we will be back on the 26th with um, Lori Soprano, Soprano from Habitat, Habitat for Humanity. And then on September 2nd, the Shannon Camp will be on the show. Wow. And the crowd uh, goes wild. <laughs> and listen in tomorrow to Jessica Dervage's show. Um, she's on tomorrow at 3 o'clock. And there's a reminder that Eat, Pray, Love opens tomorrow for anybody who wants to see that movie. Um, and Jersey Shore is on tonight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and let's not forget Cougar's Kittens and Beach Bunnies tonight in Uptown. Oh, yeah. Go go there. DVR Jersey Shore. That's what DVR is for. <laughs> Have a great week, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thank you, Blakely.